0: Kathy. Kathy and I have been extremely busy with work, but things are finally dying down after the year end period. And it is just in time too, because for the month of December, we have so much content we want to share with you all. This is the first week of December. And that means we are bringing another drama updates episode. Today, we are going to highlight a few dramas of interest that we have been chasing since our November update and also a few upcoming dramas. We'll discuss them in this podcast episode based on when the drama started airing. If you have any questions or comments or thoughts, please feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or else email us at Karen and at karenandkathyatchasingdramas.com. As always, this podcast is in English with proper nouns and certain phrases spoken in Mandarin Chinese, which will be relevant at least for one of these dramas. So
1: first up,
0: we want to talk
1: about Weaving a Tale of Love 2, or Feng Qi Xizhou. This drama started airing on November 4th on Zhejiang Television and Youku, This 37-episode drama brings back the two main leads from the original 2021 drama to reprise their roles, namely Guli Naja as Di Liu Li and Xu Weizhou as Pei Xingjian. The drama picks up after the two are married. The princess continues to plot against the couple, which leads to Pei Xingjian being punished and banished to the western regions of the Tang Empire. The couple leave together to govern the Western region. The rest of the drama revolves around the people from the different clans and kingdoms in the West and the relationships they built together. This drama is very much the sequel to the original Weaving a Tale of Love. We, Karen and I, also did a quick plot overview of that drama. The original, while reviews-wise was a dud, did surprisingly well ratings-wise, and that was enough to warrant the green light of a sequel. The sequel here is also based off of the same book, Ming Yue. Ladies and gentlemen, I tried reading this book, but once I saw that it was six volumes long, I was like, mm, probably not this year. Anyways, unfortunately, this drama aired without much fanfare and also didn't really perform well ratings-wise or review-wise. This, unfortunately, does not bode well for Guli Naja, who still doesn't really have an actual hit on her hands. Although she has been slaying it on the red carpet recently, so she's very much in the public eye. It's just people remember her for her red carpet events, for better or worse, rather than her drama appearances. If you guys do have the time, please go check out some of her red carpet looks. Some, I would say, are better than
0: others. She was embroiled in some controversy because... For one major event with Vogue, actually, she didn't stay on brand or follow the theme. And that was, I don't know if it's a fashion faux pas, but it was kind of a a faux pas to dismiss the theme so blatantly. I mean, even Anna Winter was in attendance of this event. So mm, it was kind of like, oh, so you went for the beauty, but dismissed the the, the theme or what the focus of uh, this gala or fashion red carpet event was. So, mm, you know. How do you feel about that?
1: The next drama we want to talk about is Ning Ai Ru or the story of Quin Ning Palace. This drama finally aired after so much anticipation on November 7th on ITE. This drama has gone through so many ups and downs that everyone was like, finally, let's see this drama. If you'll recall, back in the summer, this drama, Ning Ai Rumong, was about to air and then like 12 hours before actually airing, IT pulled the plug. And what happened this time was on November 7th, only a few hours before the drama actually aired, there was rumblings or murmurings that, oh, hey, this particular drama will air tonight. No marketing, nada. And everyone's like, is this real? But we actually had the drama air starting on November 7th. The drama stars Bai Lu Zhang Linhe Wang Yue, Zhou Junwei. The story of Quinning Palace is based off of the book Ning, which I read like two years ago before I knew that this was going to turn into a drama. The drama premise goes as such. Jiang Xuening is a ruthless woman who plotted and schemed to become empress. In doing so, she made enemies with her childhood friend, Yan Ling, and forced the only good man in court, Zhang Zhe, to commit a crime. In the face of a rebellion, Jiang Xuanning commits suicide. And this all is within like the first 20 minutes of the drama. This is then where it is revealed that it's just an author writing this story. She doesn't like where this is going and decides to move forward with a story where Jiang Li is reborn after she commits suicide and knows the events of her past life and tries to change the course of history. So in this life, which is a book version, Jiang Li tries to avoid the same mistakes she committed in the past, but instead now crosses paths with the dangerous imperial tutor, Xia Wei, he is surprised and alarmed at her insightfulness and gradually becomes drawn to her. That's all I'll say about the plot, because unfortunately, the best thing about this drama is the plot. The drama was one of the most anticipated dramas of the year. The source material is a widely beloved book. Bai Lu and Zhang who were secretly dating at the time, and the released photos from the dramas looked magnificent. This was going to be a surefire hit, right? Nope. Well, this drama is really quite interesting. Yes, it did breach 10,000 on I.T.'s popularity index, but it really did not, quote-unquote, add much to Bai Lu and Zhang Linhe's credibility. Why do I say that? Well, the acting from the leads Bai Lu and Zhang Linhe have much to be desired. Bai Lu just slumps around the screen and orders people about. I can understand if this was her first life and she, coming from not a great background, becomes empress. But she already was empress and she's still slumping around as if she doesn't know the proper etiquette. The character does play the game to say, oh, I know what the proper etiquette is and I just choose not to because other people will be suspicious. But the acting does not come out that way from Bailu. Meanwhile, Zhang Linghe's acting is also very wooden, and there's really not much chemistry between Bai Lu and Zhang Linghe, which is odd because the two were that secret couple last year. Everybody knew they were dating. Nobody admitted it. We had this whole episode last year about secret relationships in the Chinese entertainment industry, and these two were one of the couples that we were talking about. The director of this drama also decided to have the weirdest camera angles, In one scene, Zhang Linghe's makeup and camera angle makes him look like he's a vampire. He's got some pale makeup on his face and then his eyes have like black mixed with red. And then the whole cinematography of it is like a weird gray color where everyone's like, wow, I'm looking at like a ghost movie instead. Like I said, the saving grace of this drama right now is the plot. But these two actors are basically moving from point A to point B, just reciting their lines. I am really only watching this for Wang Yue as Zhang Zhe, who I thought was fantastic in Wei You An Xiang Lai, or Scent of Time. You can read my review of that drama on our website. Bai Lu now has had three dramas air this year, including this one. All three of them, while viewership-wise have done from okay to really well, unfortunately, they have all review-wise been widely panned. And the story of Quining Palace is no different. It currently has a 6.7 rating on Douban, which I personally think is even high for this drama. I wish Bailu the best of luck, but this year, her dramas also for me just didn't do it. A note about the source material. I personally did not enjoy it, especially the relationship between Jiang Xuening and Xie Wei. Throughout the book, Jiang Xuening was terrified of Xie Wei, and like suddenly at the end, they get together. As I was reading the book, I was like, "Mm, this is not healthy at all. I'm still watching this drama, but let's just say this is not one that I am enjoying.
0: Next up... We have Xin Wen Yu Wang, or Queen of News, and this is for our Cantonese-speaking listeners. This drama has gotten rave reviews, eight point one on Douban right now, and this is a TVB-produced show and features a whole slew of familiar faces and what you could say powerhouses from Hong Kong. It is only 26 episodes long and aired on Yo cool starting on November 17th, so it is all fully available right now. The queen of this show is Charmaine She. Her male lead co-star is Kenneth Ma. Both people we have watched growing up on TVB Hong Kong dramas, and I feel like my limited amounts of uh, Cantonese came from watching dramas that they were in. <laughs> Charmaine She plays Wen Hui Xin, who helped break a huge story years ago and gained the reputation as queen of news. She and another broadcaster, Liang Jingyen, or whom they call George, fight for primetime viewership and are most at odds with each other. Charmaine She's character is top of her game, while Kenneth Ma's character is great at schmoozing the top brass, and that's how he's gotten to where he is. This drama is about the backstabbing and office politics of network news and getting to the top of network television management. I haven't watched this drama yet, but have heard great things about it. And people have said that this drama reflects what TVB is good at and is a return to form for those who did grow up watching TVB dramas. Plus, because the subject matter here is about reporting, it has been compared quite a bit to Bailu's other drama, Yi Ai Wei Ying. But unfortunately, uh, you can see that one is more preferred than the other. Just based off of Douban ratings, 8.1 is nothing to sneeze at. People have said that Xinwen Yuang or Queen of News, certainly is more of a focus on workplace politics rather than the romance-heavy side of Bai Lu and Wang Hedi's drama. Now, as for the highly anticipated drama that we are actively chasing or that I absolutely love right now is Yi Nian Guanshan, or A Journey to Love.
1: This drama starring Liu Shishi and Liu Yuning began airing on November 28th on iQiyi. This is Liu Shishi's first costume drama since 2017's Zui Linglong or Lost Love in Times. How is that possible? It's been that long? Wait, so that makes it six years? Oh my goodness. Another fun tidbit about this drama is that this is an original drama. Yay! So we, Karen and I, have been chasing the unknown. How
0: refreshing. Yes, we don't know where the book is going to go because there is no book for this drama.
1: Here's the premise. Liu Shishi is the ruthless assassin Ren Xin from the kingdom of An. She has long since left her secret organization, but rejoined under a different alias, Ren Rui, to uncover some personal mysteries. Xi is sent on a mission to the kingdom of Wu only to find the spies on both sides have come to an accord but all have different agendas, resulting in many deaths on both sides. Liu Yuning portrays Ning Zhou, who is appointed the head of the spy organization of the kingdom of Wu. Although he does not want the role, he has no choice but to accept this in order to save his fellow brethren who are taken captive as war prisoners after the king of Wu lost Against the Kingdom of An. Ning Yuanzhou encounters Ren Rui as he is about to embark on this mission to the Kingdom of An. The two reach an agreement to travel with his group as Ning Yuanzhou promises to help her solve her mysteries. So far, this drama has been a lot of great surprises. It has a really strong cast. On the lady's side, there are so many beauties in the cast. We have familiar faces with Chen du Ling, who's been in like everything this year, Chen Xiaoyun, Huang Mengying, Zhang Zhixi, and Wang Yan. There are some younger ladies, such as He Lan Dou and Chen Yu, who have held their own. On the guys' side, we have Liu Yuning and Karen's current favorite, Fang Yilun, who will surely win some hearts with this drama. The story is both intense, but also hilarious. Liu Shishu continues to shine in the martial arts scenes, and we finally have actors and actresses who ride horses. I have some more quibbles with this drama than Karen,
0: but so far it has been an enjoyable watch. Anything else to add, Karen? This has got to be probably my second favorite drama of the year so far, and we're only 20 episodes in, uh, second only to Lost You Forever. I love this drama. It is actually so hilarious. I have burst out laughing like so many times. Kathy would just hear me cackle and it's like, what is wrong with Karen? But it is so funny. And what is important about this drama is that it is not just solely focused on the main two leads. Instead, it is what is called a quenxiangju or a drama that has a whole cast of characters. And each character is really well-defined, and well-acted. There are many good themes that are being portrayed, and you can tell that the uh, screenwriter or the director has a strong understanding of the challenges that women face, even in today's society. There has been a lot of controversy around Liu Yuning. This is his first time as a male lead for a drama. Lots of people have been panning his looks because they don't think that he's handsome enough. For me, I don't mind him that much in terms of looks. I do mind that he slouches a lot. And I'm like, you are 190 centimeters. I know you're super tall, but please, can you stand up straight? That's my only comment there. Finally, a note to the translators. Can we please
1: stop having these ridiculous English names? When you hear a journey to love, what do you think? Just like a sappy romance drama, right? Turning to Love reduces this whole thing to this love story. The Chinese name, Yi Nian Guanshan, does not mention love at all and is much more stately. Karen, we should propose ourselves to be the translators.
0: (laughs) No, or can they not just put it through like ChatGPT or something? A translation AI? That would probably be better. Yeah, where's this
1: love? There's so much love around here. I'm like, that's not the point of this drama.
0: Speaking of love, the next drama we have is called Love Me, Love My Voice, or Ni. <laughs> in this case, I actually think I like the sapphire English name versus the Chinese name, which just directly translates to I really miss you. Like, or okay. thinking of you, thinking of you. <laughs> this is a modern-day drama uh, or romance drama that stars Tan Jianci and Zhou Ye. It is 33 episodes long and started airing on November 30th on Tencent. In this drama, Zhou Ye is a college student named Gu Sheng who loves to create music. Even if her creations aren't recognized, she continues to create. Her biggest wish is to work with renowned voice dubbing actor Mo Qing Cheng featuring Tan Jianci. But this wish is not something she has ever vocalized. This Mo Qing Cheng, however, is not only a renowned voice-dub actor, he's also a doctor. Mm, I have no idea how he can do all of that, but good for him. Through an event, Gu Sheng and Mo Qingcheng finally meet and are able to work together. This drama focuses on Gu Sheng's growth and eventual recognition of her music, as well as the romance between her and Mo Qingcheng. I think this drama has been fine in terms of airing not too much buzz actually but given that both Tan Jianci and Zhou Ye have had decent exposure this year this is a good opportunity to stay in the public eye. It does seem though that right now historical dramas are certainly more popular than modern day dramas. I actually haven't seen too much marketing for this drama but because like I said it's Tan Jianci and Zhou Ye there is some natural buzz around this and is more popular than I would say uh, Gong Jun or Luo Yunxi's modern day dramas, for example, that aired earlier last month. Unfortunately, this drama has been overshadowed by a lot of red carpet events and also Yi Nian Guanshan. If you see any trending posts for Tan Jinzi and Zhou Ye, it's really about the latest uh, red carpet events that they have been walking rather than this drama. Well, that is it for our drama recap. Were there any that you really enjoyed or would want to watch? Let us know. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you all in the next podcast episode.